0: Change our lives, order our steps, increase our faith, take away our fractures, and help us to look to the hills from whence cometh our help. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Church, amen. Amen. Let's get the Lord a hand clap for our choir. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Choir directors. Truly God is an awesome God. This morning we find ourselves in the book of Hebrews chapter 2. Amen. Someone said a man went over to a neighbor's house, and the neighbor's ass, would he have a cup of coffee? He looked at the wife and said yes, and she looked at the man and pointed to her husband and said, Hebrews. At least it's clean, yes, praise the Lord. Hebrews chapter two. That didn't work. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> in in, in laughter, like medicine. Uh, some of you are very sick. <laughs> Hebrews chapter two, verse nine. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower. Then the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower. I want to build the whole sermon around the word lower. It's time for us in this new year to get lower. Duck, but don't buck. Mm. A camel is a tall animal. Who must bow and kneel in order to carry a rider? He buckles his knees, he lowers himself to ground level in order to perform a service to another. And amazingly, this camel is blessed with two humps. On his back, which some say serve as a reserve for water, which allows him the benefit of traveling for long periods of time, amen, through intense heat, while carrying weight on his back and not needing water at every stop. And in a similar sense, when we act in submission, when we become low, when we voluntarily bow in our hearts, kneel in our minds in order to carry another, God miraculously allows us to go through heat and have weights on our back and not collapse one of the one of the most misaligned words in all of the bible is the word submission Some walk away thinking it's slavery, it's having an inferiority complex, it's not meeting up to some standard. But submission in scripture is not measured by what's on one's face but what's in one's faith. It's not measured by reflection of one's magnitude, but one's attitude. And and, and when we think about submission, uh, submission is really a power under control that voluntarily is willing to get low so that they can lift someone else up high submission is never for you submission is for you to become submitted so that someone else can be exalted and 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 i was saying this morning that when we uh The reasons that we have a hard time with submission is because you cannot submit when you are someone who's fighting for their rights. Let me stop pausing, Park. I'm, I'm a fighter. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, I have to learn to turn everything over to Jesus and stop fighting. My flesh says, I'm not going to let you hurt me. My flesh says, I'm not going to let you cuss me out and I just sit there and look at you. My flesh says, I'm going to get up in your face. And God says, "Uh uh-uh. Let it go and let me fight your battles. I'm talking to somebody up in there at the front. It's hard for fighters to submit. It's hard for people who find fault in others to submit. Cuz you've already made yourself superior to somebody else. You can see everything everybody else is doing. But you can't see what you're doing. I'm preaching already, People who live on the hinge of their feelings can't submit. People with low self-esteem can't submit. People who are living lives of friction, it's hard for them to submit. And and Hebrews chapter two is the superiority and preeminence of Jesus Christ that He is greater than everything else. And, and 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 this church at least, we will always preach Christ and Him crucified as being greater than everything else. I mean everything. He's greater than the angels, he's greater than Moses, he's greater than Aaron, he's greater than the Levite priesthood, he's greater than everything else. And these Hebrew Christians, these were uh, Jews who became converted into Christianity, but all their life was living the traditions of the law of Moses, and their temptation was to go back when they miss what they used to do. Yeah, they they missed their ceremonial days. They uh, used to smell the incense in the temple. They heard, yeah, the clothing of the priests. They felt the trumpets of the ceremonial days. And the temptation was to go back. And, and, and the writer to the Hebrews is saying... Whatever you do don't drift back, don't slip back, don't doubt, don't defy, don't deny. You got to keep moving on. Do I have a witness? And 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 is here in in Hebrews chapter 2 that we we see one of the most profound occurrences of true submission. The word submit in the Greek is hupotasso, which means to get up under rank. That uh, we get up under rank and we lower ourselves, we bow in humility, we become humble, and we put God first, other second, and self last. It's in this context of submission that submission is to Christ first, but submission is also to our circumstances. That is, that God has placed all of us in different circumstances. And if we believe that God controls all circumstances, and He does, then God wants us to be submitted to them circumstances. In in the book of Genesis, when Joseph was thrown in a ditch by his brothers and sold into Egypt, God was in control of them circumstances. It it took Joseph years to learn the wise. He said, you meant it for evil, but God meant this thing for good. Can I get a witness? Amen. Because God used Joseph to save the same brothers that threw him in the ditch. Uh, I I I wish I had a witness up here that, 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 that circumstantially, wherever you are in life, God had his hands in it for his own glory. There are no coincidences in Christ. Can I get a witness? Someone has said that a coincidence is when God performs a miracle and decides to remain anonymous. God wants us to be not only submitted to our Christ, submitted to our circumstances, but even submitted to the channeling of difficult people. Whether it's on your job, in your home, just... Give way. Let go. Let God. And and, and and it's in this context that we we begin. Let me let me let me stop because I, you know I love these uh, assessments. How many of you find it hard to submit? Put your hand up. Be be honest. Submit. Amen. Thank you. I know you're lying, but thank you. (laughs) Because if you and I submit, we don't complain. We don't criticize. We don't tear people down. We don't gossip and talk behind people's back if we are submitted. Let me suggest something out of this text that I believe is profound that there are four critical elements of the submission of Jesus Christ that affects all of us and he He who knew no sin became sin he was rich became poor he who was glorious became acquainted with grief and Isaiah said he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. I, I just thank God that Jesus stepped in, pushed me out the way, and took my place. I'm I'm just grateful this morning that my Lord and my Savior had enough humility to surrender and submit himself on my behalf. The first thing we see in this text is we see a placement which exemplifies a submission chapter two five to nine he tasted death now what the writer to the Hebrews in chapter two is explaining first he deals with the superiority of angels amen and 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 it, and it tells us that because in in verse are you with me in verse, in verse five for unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come wherefore we speak that is, Angels are superior to man because man is flesh. Angels are spirits. Angels are not limited by space or time, meaning they can move from planet to planet in microseconds. That, that means their they're, 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 they're bodies, their spirits can walk through walls. They are visible or invisible. Are you getting this? They are super intelligent, they are strong, amen, and um, they never die because they were never born. They were created all at once. There, there is no angel having a birthday every year. All right. They were all created at the same time. And Job 38.7 says, And the sons of God, the angels, shouted for joy at creation. Some defected, a third went with Lucifer, who became Satan. Can I get it with Ezekiel 28? And, and, and the rest of the angels remained faithful to God. In an Old Testament passage, one angel killed 185,000 men. But in the context, God, even though the angels were superior, God placed the inferior man over his creation, and gave him dominion in the Garden of Eden. Do I have a witness? But but it's, but it's in this context that it goes on to say, verse 6, but one in a certain place testified, and that certain place is Psalm 8. David, David, the shepherd boy, out at night with the sheep, said, when I consider... Look at a vision, the sun, the moon, the stars... And the sky, what is man that thou art mindful of him? The minute, the moment your faith gets weak, take a clear night when it's cold, there's no clouds in the sky, and look at the beauty of the universe. How the stars just pop out. How the moon... Looks like it's next door. Yes, sir. Do I have a witness? He, he said, when, look at the vision, when I consider the stars, the moon, the sun, what is man? That thou art mindful of him, or the son of man, that thou visitest him. Hmm. In verse 7, he says, Thou madest him, man, a little lower than the angels. Now watch this play on words. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands, the dominion of the Garden of Eden. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all things in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him, but now we see not yet all things put under him. The inference is... The first Adam blew it. He had dominion. He blew it. He gave it up. He sinned. God tossed him out of the garden. The last Adam, who is Jesus, is going to get it back. Are you getting this? Then he gets to verse 9, my text. But we see Jesus, who was made incarnate, and the Word became flesh, John 1, 14, and dwelt among us. Look at the language. We see Jesus who was made, given flesh, incarnation, a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace, love we don't deserve, of God should taste death for every man. Let let me, let me, let me, let me. Jesus, who is God. Um, hmm. There are some faiths that call Jesus Michael the Archangel. Jesus higher than angels. The argument of the writer, if you go back, and don't go back now, go back when you get home, the argument is, at what time did God ever say to an angel, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies my footstool? Angel's not allowed to sit down in glory. Gabriel came to Mary and said, I'm Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. The only one seated in glory is Jesus Christ and the church. We are seated in heavenly places, in Christ. Can I get a witness? So so it's it's here that he exemplifies submission. Jesus, Son of God, God the Son, had to be made a little lower than the angels when he came in flesh and blood in order to die for the church. Meaning, listen to this, listen to this argument. It's profound. If Jesus was to save you and save me, like that camel, he had to get low. At ground level, let us get on him and carry us to glory. He who was rich became poor. He who knew no sin became Sin. That's why Philippians says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being form, morphe in the Greek, form of God, thought it not right or evil God, but made himself a new reputation and took on the form, outward form, of a servant. What, what does all that mean? Well, that, that, that ecclesiastical language is connected with the fact that for Jesus, who is God, to become man, he had to lay aside all his prerogatives, his rights, his feelings. Can I get away? with him? He had to lay them aside and take on the limitations of flesh. Now, I don't have time to deal with this, but while Jesus walked the earth, he never used his individual powers to do anything. He used the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why he prayed. Can I get a witness? Jesus never said, because I'm the son of God, I'm not going to go through this. I'm not going to be exposed to this. I'm not going to be confronted with this. Jesus always depended on the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you getting me? He was tempted in Matthew chapter 4. He was anointed. He was appointed. Can I get a witness? Amen. As the inauguration of the Messiah King. Amen. And uh, he was tempted by the devil, you know, 40 days and 40 nights, and came away faithfully. Listen, he passed the test. So submission is exemplified by our Christ. So when we can't submit to one another, God's got a problem with it. Who are you? To not be willing to get low, bend your knees, bow your knees. Can I get a witness? Put away your self made superiority. And see, that's just the way we are. People, you know, you can, you can see it on their face. We, we, see, the reason that we cannot submit is because we think we are superior to the inferior. If I have more education than you, I'm superior. If I can articulate better than you, I'm superior. Are you praying with me? If, I, if I'm able to dress better than you, I'm superior. Huh? Can I get a witness? And, 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 and what we don't understand, everything you had came from God anyway. That's a whole nother sermon. But what we don't understand is that you are really not superior. Amen. You're really inferior because you even think that you're better than somebody else. The fact that you think you're better than somebody else says you're inferior and not inferior. Can I get a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up Chow, Child, 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 child of God, He exemplifies because He tasted death. And We, you know, we misguided husbands want to run to Ephesians 5.22, Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands, Amen. And it's interesting they start at verse 22, because verse 21 says, "Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God." So when the husband trying to pull rank, God is in heaven saying, "You're ignorant." Read the whole text. You can't submit anyway until you're filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Verse 18 of Ephesians 5. Then when you get to Ephesians 21, submit yourselves one to another. Verse 22, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as unto the Lord. Husbands, verse 25, love your wives as Christ loved the church. It all starts with being filled with. WITH THE SPIRIT! Oh, Lord. So, wives, when you go home, your husband say, well, you you ought to be submitted to me, tell him you ain't filled with the Spirit. (laughs) Start a good fight up in there. There's a placement which exemplifies Submission. Secondly, (laughs) I love this. There's a placement which identifies submission. Look at verse 10 to 13. For it behooved him, it became him for whom are all things. Uh, You know, see, we read so fast. All things come from go to come back from God all things when we understand this text my God we understand that there is a clock keeper of the universe that never goes to sleep he doesn't sleep nor does he slumber He's not taken by surprise. The steps of a good man and a good woman are ordered by the Lord. Mm. Look, look look what verse 10 says for it became him it who behooved him that all things by whom all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Now, be careful because it does not denote that Jesus was imperfect. The word perfect is teleos, which means complete. Jesus had to learn, listen, obedience in his manly 100% man by what he suffered. Ah, God. Man, I mean. Ah. Hmm. I had to learn obedience through suffering. Are you getting this? When I, when I was growing up as a little boy, I had to suffer to learn things. Got whacked upside my head. Come on now. You, know, you learned. Didn't you learn things? And in them days, we didn't repeat too much. Can I get it? Because the next punch was harder. You, you know what I'm talking about. We, we, we repeat too much. We, we learn quickly. Can I get a witness? Yes, we did. And, and, and listen, when I was in the military, you learned quickly. Ten hut, soldier, bang, bang, you learned quickly. Now, some guys in this church that claim they have been in the service, I think they're lying. I see no indication of discipline or learned lesson. Leave that one alone. I got my (laughs) DD-214. But once you learn, you learn, I will never forget how to properly march. I will never forget how to about face. It's in my blood. I will never forget how to salute at a 45 degree angle. It's in my blood. I'll never forget my gig line, although I can't see it all the time. It's in my blood. had to suffer, somebody see where I'm going, through basic training to learn. Keep living. You're going to get tired of making the same mistakes over and over and over and and over again. We got to learn and let go. Can I get a witness? Yeah. And and what he says, the captain of our salvation was made perfect through suffering for both he that sanctifieth and he that are sanctified, here's here's the identity, are one. I'm in Christ, Christ is in me, we're one. Are you getting this? And here's what I like, for he's not Ashamed to call them brethren. He told the disciples at a certain point in their maturation, no longer are you my uh, servants, now you're my friends. You getting this? The relationship takes on a mushroom effect. Verse 12, and I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church Will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. There is an identity, 10 to 13, of the captain of our salvation. Amen. I identify with Christ. Now watch this now. And Christ identifies with me. He says, Gordon, I feel your crying because I cried. I feel your depression because I was depressed. I feel your hunger and thirst because I was hungry and thirsty. We we have a high priest that can associate with the feelings of my infirmities. Yet he, without sin. He was tempted, I'm tempted. Are you getting this? He never fell, I always fall. You getting this? He was lied upon, I was lied upon. He prays for you, I try to hit you. Are you getting this? My mother told me, she said, if they talked about Jesus, they're going to talk about you. Are y'all getting this? And, and look, look and Jesus was perfect. Can I get a witness? The, the, the fact of the matter is, he, he exemplifies a submission, and then he identifies a submission. He knows what I'm going through. Hmm. That helps my prayer life. Can I get a witness? Lord, thou has been my dwelling place in all generations. Lord, I feel lonely. I feel ah depressed. I feel dejected. And I know you are one that went through dejection. You went through rejection you went through abandonment you everybody ran out on you 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 were left alone lord you 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 know the feelings of my infirmities it's good to talk somebody like that how would you like to be in the room and tell somebody you know what i'm going to i don't want to hear that <laughs> that's the way some church folk are isn't it can i get a witness here, 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 here it is, here it is. Third, we see a placement, amen, not only of uh, him exemplifying submission and identifying with submission, but we see a placement of purifying, a picture of submission, 14 to 18. Well, what do you mean by that? Now, please be careful, because in verse 14 it says, "...for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself..." Took upon part of the same flesh and blood that through death, the only vehicle he had to go through to destroy, dismantle, disarm the works of the devil. Now, now let me let me let me stop, start, uh, let, me, let, me, let me stop and part and deal with this about this matter of the devil. The word destroy does not mean annihilate. It means surrender inoperative. When Jesus died, Satan was finished. Man. And you know, you you hear you hear people trying to get theological on you saying, you know what? The the devil uh put it in the heart of the Romans to put him on the cross. The devil never wanted Jesus on the cross. Amen. The devil tried everything to keep him off the cross. Yeah. Pilate said, I find no fault in him. Can I get a witness? Yeah. The, de- the devil ain't one Jesus on no cross because, first of all, the devil is not omniscient. He doesn't know everything. God got over on him. He didn't know what God was doing on that cross. Can I, if, if, if the devil had an inkling that he knew that Jesus on that cross was going to die and shed that blood and be put in a barred tomb and early on the third day, get up with all power to say, the devil would have managed not to put him on the cross. Can I get a witness? But see, the devil had nothing to do with the cross. Uh, Acts 2:22 and 23 said, the predetermined counsel of God put him on the cross. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child, child of God, when Jesus went to the cross and, and those six hours, he was on the cross from 9 a.m. on Good Friday to 3 o'clock on Good Friday and the seven last words came out, amen. The Romans were walking around the uh, cross and Jews were walking around the cross saying, he healed others, but he cannot save himself. They were mocking him. They were laughing at him. They were spitting at him, but little did they know that the captain of our salvation had everything under control. Do I have a witness? I I mean, he had the whole, in fact, it was, yeah, Jesus, it was Jesus' show at the cross. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says, the seventh and last word, he said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. He had to dismiss himself of himself in order to die because you can't kill God. He had to take the hypostatic union and split it apart. He had to send 100% God back to heaven so the 100% man could die on the cross. And when he died on the cross, Satan was finished. He disarmed him. He destroyed him. Can I get a witness? Yeah, he, he was finished. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. And, 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 the, and the, Bible, the, Bible, the Bible says that when he destroyed the works and when he dismantled and when he disarmed Satan through death, burial, and resurrection, that it was finished. He destroyed. So Satan has no power over you. Because of what he did. His victory is our vitality. Remember that? His, because he died, I have the victory. Because he was buried, I have the victory. Because he got up early on Sunday morning, I got the victory. Because he lives, I live. Because I'm in Christ. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. All things become new. He purifies. Doesn't He purify? But there was something else done that's invisible. In fact, if you study systematic theology, at least 55 things took place when you received Jesus Christ that are invisible to the human eye. You know, people always want to feel something. There's just some facts that took place. When Jesus, when you receive Christ into your life, believing he died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Lord, I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Come into my life and save me. Listen, when you receive him, at least 55 things takes place at once. One of the things take place is that God, the accountant, yeah, if you had accounting 101, you know when you do something on one side of the ledger, you got to do something on the other side of the ledger. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You change something over here, you got to change something over there. You can't change something over here and leave this over here. One affects the other. Do I have a witness? So what Jesus did when God the Father, the accountant, put Jesus on the cross to die for my sins, he said, Gordon, here's what I'm gonna do if you believe my word and receive and believe Jesus into your life, I'm going to take all your sins on this side of the ledger and transfer them, not erase them, not erase them. God didn't erase anything. He's going to take all your sins and move it to the other side of the ledger. This side of the ledger talks about the imputation of Jesus Christ's righteousness. And this side is the condemnation of Raymond Gordon. So what he's going to do, I'm going to take your past, present, and future sins, move them on this side of the ledger, and then I'm going to move his righteousness to this side of the ledger. So he will, you will impute his righteousness, and he will take on your sin. Y'all you ain't getting this. Now, once I have been imputed... With his righteousness, I'm just as perfect as Jesus Christ in my position. Y'all ain't ain't getting this. Y'all ain't getting this. Y'all look at me saying, this boy's a heretic. Did I hear what he just said? Yes, you did. Once God moved my sins onto Christ and moved Christ's righteousness onto me, that I'm just as perfect as Jesus Christ is. So when God sees me, He sees Jesus. Because all of our sins have been washed away. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. I don't have to do no flips. I don't have to speak in no tongues. I don't have to do no gymnastics. I'm free from the penalty of sin. I'm free from the power of sin. And when he comes back, I'm free from the presence of sin. So you look at me and say, you know what? I don't care what God say. He ain't nothing but a dirty sinner. And then I pull up Romans chapter eight. Come on, come on. What God calls righteous, you can't call unrighteous. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Can I get a witness? Nobody. Can I get a witness? Because it was him that forgave me. Can I get a witness? And every morning his mercies are new. Every day I get a dose of the ghost. Every day I get new grace. Every day I get new mercy. Can I get a witness? Morning. because he purified me. Leviticus 23, he's my burnt offering. He's my meal offering. He's my peace offering. He's my sin offering. He's my trespass offering. He's my shout. He's my glory. He's my dance. He's my victory. Say it no weapon formed against me shall prosper can I get a witness he purifies through his submission thank you Jesus y'all gotta y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta hold on a minute that's even hard for me to believe all my mess, all my shakiness, all my shackles, all my sins, all my cussings, and my fussings, all my hiding, peeping, and sleeping. Can I get a witness? Is under the blood. Can I get a witness? I'm so glad that my sins are washed away what I said what shall make me whole nothing but the blood of Jesus can I get a witness it's the blood that's power 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 in the blood Say, yeah, I'm free at last. Say, yeah, I'm glad that he took my place on the cross. Say, yeah, I've been blood washed, blood bought, year of jubilee. Slaves been released. Debt's been paid. Can I get a witness? I come here this morning sinless because of his great sacrifice. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm sinless because of his great sacrifice. I'm free. 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 And whom the Son have set free. Is free, indeed. Ah. Look at it. Look at this. Look at this. I'm coming in now. Thank you, Jesus. Now let me let me get back to the <laughs> condemnation, which leads to imputation, which leads to impartation. See. You cannot have the imparting of the Holy Spirit until you've been imputed. That's why Passover, the cross, came first. Pentecost came 50 days later. Pentecost is when God sent the Spirit in the upper room. That's the impartation of the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to teach y'all something. People want to claim they got the impartation but never had imputation. Are you getting this? You got to be imputed with his righteousness before you can be imparted with the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to take up residence. And he's going to tell you how to walk. And he, he's going to tell you how to live. He's, he's going to tell you how to talk. He's going to give you power over indwelling sin. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't ready for this. Look at this. Look at the Turning neighbors neighbor say, 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 say. Ah, this is me and I'm gagging. You can't run up in here on no uh, Sunday without coming on Wednesdays and understand the word. Can I get a witness? See, the problem in the church, we want a feeling to supersede the feeling we brought in. So we come in church with bad feelings, and we think it's the pastor's job to make us feel good. And that's not my job. My job is to illuminate Christ. My job is not to sit up here and keep telling you just what not to do. My job is to keep pointing you to him. My job is to get you Christ-like. Once you get Christ-like, you'll love your neighbor. Once you get Christ-like, you'll love your husband. Once you get Christ-like, you'll love your children. Once you get Christ-like, you'll come to church. Once you get Christ-like, you'll tithe. Once once you get Christ-like, you'll be obedient. Don't worry, I'm getting out your way. I'm getting out your way. I can't treat my wife right unless I know him. Are are y'all getting this? That I may know him intimately in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. That's when you can love your neighbors yourself. Can I get a witness? I'm coming in. Coming in for landing. Finally, we see a placement which glorifies God through this submission. Look at chapter 3 to show you the connection. It starts off with wherefore. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Now, 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 there are no apostles today. Um, So whatever your favorite pastor's name is, he's a liar. There's no apostles today. (laughs) Apostles were eyewitnesses of Jesus, and nobody today has seen Jesus. Let me say it again. I don't care how many pork chops you ate and slept on your back, you have not seen Jesus. That's why we don't have any pictures of Jesus here. Make no graven image of me. Some of y'all have him like Robert Refereck. Some of y'all got him with afros. Some of y'all got daishikis on him. We, we ain't for with that. Nobody has seen Jesus. If you save, you will see him just as he is. Can I get a witness? But child of God, I want you to see this. Matter of glorification. The argument is, verse 3, about Moses. Moses was faithful in all his house, but Jesus is the house. Moses was faithful with the commandments of God, but Jesus reflects the commandments of God. Moses liberate or led the people to the Red Sea. God liberates the people. Moses opened up, listen to this one, the Red Sea, but Jesus opened up hell. Can I get a witness? He's greater than everything. Any greater than everything? Why? Because he had to zip up his glory. Can I get a witness? In John chapter 17, when he's about to die, he prays in the first five verses, he said, Father, I have finished. The word that you gave me to do, that's the cross. Now, give me back my glory. Well, what glory? The outward Shekinah. The glory that shines. The glory that's powerful. Can I get a witness? He is a glorious God. Can I get a witness? He's a God that reflects glory. Can I get a witness? It was Isaiah that said, holy, 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 Lord God almighty. In Isaiah, the seraphims were praising almighty God. And all they do is stand in his presence. And they just say, holy, holy, holy. And wait a minute, the seraphims have six wings. Two wings are to cover their eyes because his glory is too bright. Two wings is to cover their feet because they're standing on holy ground. And two wings is to fly away because they can't stay in His presence too long. Because the Bible says that God has to humble Himself to be in the presence of angels. Can I get a witness? I'm talking about real glory. He put aside his prerogatives. He put aside his frictions. He put aside his feelings. He put aside his facilitations. He put aside finding fault in other men. Jesus took on flesh, came in a makeshift delivery room. So child of God, don't boast but bow. Don't be tall, amen, but get small. Don't promote yourself but provide for someone else. You got to be like that camel and you got to get low voluntarily. You got to let somebody get on top of you and then carry them to victory. Can I get a witness? You that are strong, bear the infirmities of the weak. Can I get a witness? That's why James says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you in due time. We need more submission in our marriages. We need more submission in ministry. We need more submission in our mindsets. Who do you think you are anyhow? You're 75% water. If it got hot enough, you evaporate. There's nothing to you. You're gonna die like everybody else. Your stuff stinks like everybody else. There's nothing that good about you you don't smell that good, you don't look that good, you don't dress that good, can I get a witness? But when you submit yourself, when you hoopoe tassel, when you get low so somebody else can get lifted up, God said, I will. this mind, being you that was in Christ Jesus our Lord who being in the form of God thought in robbery not to be equal with God but made himself no reputation took on the form of servant became obedient to death even the death of the cross wherefore God have highly exalted him and given him a name Above every name, his name is greater than Obama. His name is greater than Buddha. His name is greater than Mohammed. His name is greater than your sorority. His name is greater than your fraternity. His name is greater than your club. His name is great in your name because at the name glory, to the glory, to the glory of God. Duck but don't bark. Get low. Stop standing tall. Learn to submit and let God exalt you. Let's stand on our feet today. As every head is bowed, and every eye is closed. Lord, I'm guilty of not submitting fully to your lordship. I ask forgiveness for not getting low. I ask forgiveness for not seeing you as supreme. In my circumstances, in my life, in my struggles, and I thank you for taking my place. If there's somebody here this morning who needs to be saved, you need Jesus in your life. Every day the clock is ticking. There is a time of departure. You must be born again. If you believe and receive that Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day with all power in his hands, you can be saved this morning. But you got to do it openly. Jesus said, If you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. If you're here this morning, you want to give your life to Christ, just raise your hand. Is there one? Just raise your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If your hands are raised, just come on up. Perhaps you're looking for a church home. If you don't have a church home, raise your hand. We would love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for exemplifying, identifying, purifying, glorifying what submission, true submission, is all about. Getting low, bowing, buckling, our knees.